You're listening to Season 2 of the Lifting Her Voice podcast. This is Episode number 243, and today we'll read Ezekiel 5 through 8 together. Let's look deeper into God's fury and wrath over sin. Welcome to the Lifting Her Voice podcast, Season 2. I'm your host, Joy Miller, and I invite you to grab your Bible and join me from the beginning, simply reading God's Word together. We built some spiritual muscles in 2020 with just the New Testament, but this year we're going all out, cover to cover, Old Testament and new. So whether with your first cup in the morning, your commute to work, or as the last thing on your mind before sleep, God's Word will equip you for every good work. I'm really glad you're here. Ezekiel chapter 5 Now you, son of man, take a sharp sword, use it as you would a barber's razor, and shave your head and beard. Then take a set of scales and divide the hair. You are to burn a third of it in the city when the days of the siege have ended. You are to take a third and slash it with the sword all around the city. And you are to scatter a third to the wind, for I will draw a sword to chase after them. But you are to take a few strands from the hair and secure them in the folds of your robe. Take some more of them, throw them into the fire, and burn them in it. A fire will spread from it to the whole house of Israel. This is what the Lord God says, I have set this Jerusalem in the center of the nations, with countries all around her. She has rebelled against my ordinances with more wickedness than the nations and against my statutes more than the countries that surround her. For her people have rejected my ordinances and have not walked in my statutes. Therefore, this is what the Lord God says, Because you have been more insubordinate than the nations around you, you have not walked in my statutes or kept my ordinances. You have not even kept the ordinances of the nations around you. Therefore, this is what the Lord God says, See, I myself am against you, Jerusalem, and I will execute judgments within you in the sight of the nations. Because of all your detestable practices, I will do to you what I have never done before and what I will never do again. As a result, fathers will eat their sons within Jerusalem, and sons will eat their fathers. I will execute judgments against you and scatter all your survivors to every direction of the wind. Therefore, as I live, this is the declaration of the Lord God, I will withdraw and show you no pity, because you have defiled my sanctuary with all your abhorrent acts and detestable practices. Yes, I will not spare you. A third of your people will die by plague and be consumed by famine within you. 
a third will fall by the sword all around you, and I will scatter a third to every direction of the wind, and I will draw a sword to chase after them. When my anger is spent and I have vented my wrath on them, I will be appeased. Then, after I have spent my wrath on them, they will know that I, the Lord, have spoken in my jealousy. I will make you a ruin and a disgrace among the nations around you, in the sight of everyone who passes by. So you will be a disgrace and a taunt, a warning and a horror to the nations around you when I execute judgments against you in anger, wrath, and furious rebukes. I, the Lord, have spoken. When I shoot deadly arrows of famine at them, arrows for destruction that I will send to destroy you inhabitants of Jerusalem, I will intensify the famine against you and cut off your supply of bread. I will send famine and dangerous animals against you. They will leave you childless. Plague and bloodshed will sweep through you, and I will bring a sword against you. I, the Lord, have spoken. Ezekiel chapter 6 The word of the Lord came to me. Son of man, face the mountains of Israel and prophesy against them. You are to say, Mountains of Israel, hear the word of the Lord God. This is what the Lord God says to the mountains and the hills, to the ravines and the valleys. I am about to bring a sword against you, and I will destroy your high places. Your altars will be desolated and your shrines smashed. I will throw down your slain in front of your idols. I will lay the corpses of the Israelites in front of their idols and scatter your bones around your altars. Wherever you live, the cities will be in ruins and the high places will be desolate, so that your altars will lie in ruins and be desecrated, your idols smashed and obliterated, your shrines cut down, and what you have made wiped out. The slain will fall among you, and you will know that I am the Lord. Yet I will leave a remnant when you are scattered among the nations, for throughout the countries there will be some of you who will escape the sword. Then your survivors will remember me among the nations where they are taken captive, how I was crushed by their promiscuous hearts that turned away from me and by their eyes that lusted after their idols. They will loathe themselves because of the evil things they did, their detestable actions of every kind, and they will know that I am the Lord. I did not threaten to bring this disaster on them without a reason. This is what the Lord God says. Clap your hands, stamp your feet, and cry out over all the evil and detestable practices of the house of Israel, who will fall by the sword, famine, and plague. The one who is far off will die by plague. The one who is near will fall by the sword. 
and the one who remains and is spared will die of famine. In this way, I will exhaust my wrath on them. You will all know that I am the Lord when their slain lie among their idols around their altars, on every high hill, on all the mountaintops, and under every green tree and every leafy oak, the places where they offered pleasing aromas to all their idols. I will stretch out my hand against them, and wherever they live, I will make the land a desolate waste, from the wilderness to Riblah. Then they will know that I am the Lord. Ezekiel chapter 7 The word of the Lord came to me. Son of man, this is what the Lord God says to the land of Israel. An end. The end has come on the four corners of the earth. The end is now upon you. I will send my anger against you and judge you according to your ways. I will punish you for all your detestable practices. I will not look on you with pity or spare you, but I will punish you for your ways and for your detestable practices within you. Then you will know that I am the Lord. This is what the Lord God says. Look, one disaster after another is coming. An end has come. The end has come. It has awakened against you. Look, it is coming. Doom has come on you, inhabitants of the land. The time has come. The day is near. There will be panic on the mountains and not celebration. I will pour out my wrath on you very soon. I will exhaust my anger against you and judge you according to your ways. I will punish you for all your detestable practices. I will not look on you with pity or spare you. I will punish you for your ways and for your detestable practices within you. Then you will know that it is I, the Lord, who strikes. Here is the day. Here it comes. Doom is on its way. The rod has blossomed. Arrogance has bloomed. Violence has grown into a rod of wickedness. None of them will remain. None of that crowd, none of their wealth, and none of the eminent among them. The time has come. The day has arrived. Let the buyer not rejoice and the seller not mourn, for wrath is on her whole crowd. The seller will certainly not return to what was sold as long as he and the buyer remain alive. For the vision concerning her whole crowd will not be revoked, and because of the iniquity of each one, none will preserve his life. They have blown the trumpet and prepared everything, but no one goes to war, for my wrath is on her whole crowd. The sword is on the outside. Plague and famine are on the inside. Whoever is in the field will die by the sword, and famine and plague will devour whoever is in the city. The survivors among them will escape and live on the mountains. Like doves of the valley, all of them will moan, each over his own iniquity. 
all their hands will become weak, and all their knees will run with urine. They will put on sackcloth, and horror will overwhelm them. Shame will cover all their faces, and all their heads will be bald. They will throw their silver into the streets, and their gold will seem like something filthy. Their silver and gold will be unable to save them in the day of the Lord's wrath. They will not satisfy their appetites or fill their stomachs, for these were the stumbling blocks that brought about their iniquity. He appointed his beautiful ornaments for majesty, but they made their detestable images from them, their abhorrent things. Therefore, I have made these into something filthy to them. I will hand these things over to foreigners as plunder, and to the wicked of the earth as spoil, and they will profane them. I will turn my face from them as they profane my treasured place. Violent men will enter it and profane it. Forge the chain, for the land is filled with crimes of bloodshed and the city is filled with violence. So I will bring the most evil of nations to take possession of their houses. I will put an end to the pride of the strong, and their sacred places will be profaned. Anguish is coming. They will look for peace, but there will be none. Disaster after disaster will come, and there will be rumor after rumor. Then they will look for a vision from a prophet, but instruction will perish from the priests and counsel from the elders. The king will mourn, the prince will be clothed in grief, and the hands of the people of the land will tremble. I will deal with them according to their own conduct, and I will judge them by their own standards. Then they will know that I am the Lord. Ezekiel chapter 8 In the sixth year, in the sixth month, on the fifth day of the month, I was sitting in my house, and the elders of Judah were sitting in front of me, and there the hand of the Lord God came down on me. I looked, and there was someone who looked like a man. From what seemed to be his waist down was fire, and from his waist up, was something that looked bright, like the gleam of amber. He stretched out what appeared to be a hand and took me by the hair of my head. Then the Spirit lifted me up between earth and heaven and carried me in visions of God to Jerusalem, to the entrance of the inner gate that faces north, where the offensive statue that provokes jealousy was located. I saw the glory of the God of Israel there, like the vision I had seen in the plain. The Lord said to me, Son of man, look toward the north. I looked to the north, and there was this offensive statue north of the altar gate at the entrance. He said to me, Son of man, do you see what they are doing here? More detestable acts that the house of Israel is committing, so that I must depart from my sanctuary, you will see even more detestable acts. Then he brought me to the entrance of the court, 
And when I looked, there was a hole in the wall. He said to me, Son of man, dig through the wall. So I dug through the wall and discovered a doorway. And he said to me, Go in and see the detestable, wicked acts they are committing here. I went in and looked, and there engraved all around the wall was every kind of abhorrent thing, crawling creatures and beasts, as well as all the idols of the house of Israel. Seventy elders from the house of Israel were standing before them, with Jeazaniah, son of Shaphan, standing among them. Each had a firepan in his hand, and a fragrant cloud of incense was rising up. He said to me, Son of man, do you see what the elders of the house of Israel are doing in the darkness, each at the shrine of his idol? For they are saying, The Lord does not see us. The Lord has abandoned the land. Again he said to me, You will see even more detestable acts that they are committing. Then he brought me to the entrance of the north gate of the Lord's house, and I saw women sitting there weeping for Tammuz. And he said to me, Do you see this, son of man? You will see even more detestable acts than these. So he brought me to the inner court of the Lord's house, and there were about twenty-five men at the entrance of the Lord's temple, between the portico and the altar, with their backs to the Lord's temple, and their faces turned to the east. They were bowing to the east in worship of the sun. And he said to me, Do you see this, son of man? Is it not enough for the house of Judah to commit the detestable acts they are doing here? that they must also fill the land with violence and repeatedly anger me, even putting the branch to their nose. Therefore, I will respond with wrath. I will not show pity or spare them. Though they call loudly in my hearing, I will not listen to them. We may not understand all of Ezekiel's visions, but we can view God's fury over sin in deeper ways. After reading the description of this unquenchable wrath, go back in your mind for a moment to the three hours when the world went dark as Jesus hung on the cross. God poured out on Jesus this fury, this hatred of sin. That should have been our punishment, just like the Israelites. He took all that shame, all that rage on himself for us. It's no wonder that the God-man cried, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? He had never been separated from his heavenly Father before. It was torture, more than the nails, more than the thorns, all because he loves us. If that doesn't make us want to love him back, I'm not sure anything would. It's easy to see how a person looks around at the evil in this world today and is tempted to say that the end is near. But what stood out to me 
is also how easy it is to see God as big and mean when we read Scripture out of context. When reading chapter 7 and others like it, it's important to know the whole story. What brought God and the Israelites to this point? As Tim Mackey said in the overview video for Lamentations, God is slow to anger, but he does get angry. It is critical that we discipline ourselves to read the Bible systematically and encourage others to do the same. Were you able to start seeing God come on the scene simply by the way Ezekiel described him in chapter 8? He says in Ezekiel 8-2, I looked, and there was someone who looked like a man. From what seemed to be his waist down was fire, and from his waist up was something that looked bright, like the gleam of amber, just like he did in chapter 1. Share your thoughts with me at LiftingHerVoice.com, Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Thank you for joining me here today. I pray that by spending time in His Word every day, you will be changed. Visit me at LiftingHerVoice.com with your comments and questions. And don't forget to visit the blog page while you're there. If you like the podcast, it would be great if you'd give it a five-star review and share it with everyone you know. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. See you tomorrow.